Hello and welcome back to the Medtime Stories podcast. My name is Ashwin Sharma. And I'm Tom Thorne. And today we're just going to talk a bit about ourselves uh, in terms of how we got into medicine, our thoughts about our journey so far, and also some tips about uh, remote learning and, and our year um, you know, with COVID in this past year. So just to start off with, uh, Tom has actually got COVID right now. So I'm going to start by asking you, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, uh, I've had better days, but I, I was only really properly ill for two, two and a half days. And I've, I've kind of managed to recover. Um, it's just important, actually. I was I was going to see a friend and I did my lateral flow and then that came up positive. Um, I probably would have realised the next day because I had some pretty nondescript symptoms. So it was pretty important that I did that. Um, it's just a bit of a public public health announcement, but no, it's um, it's it's all good now. Um, I'm I'm recovering and I'm out out of isolation after bank holiday, so um, it's a bit of a shame because it's kind of got rid of the last week of my holes. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you've had it earlier in the year, haven't you? And I think it was a bit more bit more of a kind of a trial and tribulation when you had it. Well, I mean, I had it in December, so it was it, my mum started to feel ill. Uh, I, I remember the dates on like the 22nd of December she tested positive then the 23rd my dad tested positive and then on the 24th so Christmas Eve I tested positive uh, which was a nice Christmas present um, <laughs> and at that time as well we, we had exams in January so I was revising for exams and I mean it wasn't the best uh, to be honest with you but we all got out at the end of it my parents had it a lot worse than I did uh, to be honest with you so I was just awful. more tired I didn't realise it was Christmas yeah. Eve I didn't realize it's Christmas Eve. God, that's so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I mean, at the time as well, like I think Bojo had that thing about like families getting together. I think he cancelled it in the end, didn't he? But um, uh, <laughs> so that was that thing as well. And then we were getting ready to make our Christmas dinner, and then we were like, "Oh, actually, no, we can't," because everyone was just lying down, coughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think that's um, yeah. Honestly, I'm 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 all good now. So um, thank you for asking. But um, I'm ready to. Uh, crack on with um getting back to um getting back to med actually it'd be quite nice um but yeah that's that's one of the main things we wanted to talk about today was actually our journey through med school um and what what kind of what we thought of that and why we why we chose to do medicine in the first place originally because we're trying to bring in a range of different medical students in here and we want to be able to appeal to lots of different people so we wanted to discuss why we actually did med in the first place so i'll throw it out there to you ashvin so that i'm i'm not the first one answering and uh, there's more expectation on me when i answer second but what why why did you choose medicine well i mean yeah i think i think it's you know what, i think it's important to ask this question because i think everyone's so different and at the end of the five years you know you will become a doctor but there's always a different reason why you wanted to become one in the first place so for me, I didn't actually want to become a doctor and I wasn't one of these people who grew up wanting to become a doctor, uh, wanting to do medicine. It was more like for me at the uh, year 11 stage when you choose your subjects for year 12, I was just, I had no idea what I wanted to choose. So I decided to choose economics, maths, biology and chemistry to keep the finance door open as well. Um, and then we had a careers day and they said, because I was still really confused and they say what subjects do you like and like my answer was I, I don't really like anything like I don't I don't like any other subjects I just I just sort of do them so in the end it, it came down to I had work experience for a week shadowing doctors um, in London 
which I thought was quite good. Um, but when I did start med school, I did, when I did uh, cho- uh, choose medicine in the end and start med school, I did tell my mum, I was just like, I told my parents, I was like, if I do drop out in the first semester, don't be surprised because, you know, I'm not really sure I wanted to do this. So it's one of those things, isn't it, that you sort of decide to do and I stuck by my decision in the end and I'm glad I did choose it in the end. Um, but it was just that variety that medicine offers as opposed to a career in finance. I couldn't imagine myself sitting at a desk from nine to five. So it was that and I, I have enjoyed it so far. I think that's reassuring for a lot of people because I know or we both know there's other people in our year that have, that have gone through that kind of situation. And I'm sure there's people all over med schools and people maybe even going to med school uh, this September thinking the same being like well I might drop out after a month I might drop out after two months I'm not completely sure if this is right and yep. obviously it's different for everyone but there is um there is an aspect of the application process being so rigorous that the med schools almost I, I feel kind of weirdly like they know what you'll end up doing because not many people do drop out do you know what I mean they know almost better than yourself what you'll end up doing if you've got through that application process which is kind of a weird thought um yeah because the people that we've spoke to i mean yourself included um i don't know anyone that has actually i don't know anyone close to me that has that has dropped out but yeah it's it is a matter of it being the right thing for you i mean i think i was very different versus ashvin i knew from about 15 that med was what i wanted, probably wanted to do my parents seem to say I, I knew from when i was earlier but i don't think that's quite right um I knew when I was about 15 um, that I wanted to do wanted to do med. And it's, yeah, I, I've just been kind of chipping away at it. I mean, there's so many bloody hoops. It's just like one thing after another after another. So, and it does, it, it can get you down. And I remember there being points where I had like an awful interview and I just thought, oh goodness, like I can't be bothered. Yeah, that that's me wanting to be done. But it's just, I mean, that's another story. But it really is one step after another and I I kind of I really enjoyed science at school and I enjoyed I mean it sounds really really classic I enjoyed helping people and I enjoyed science and like Austin says it's a variety like I didn't want to spend the rest of my life sitting at a desk I mean yeah with medicine you are on your feet a lot and it's tiring but there's always that variety there's always something you've never seen which is the one of the things I enjoy the most being and also being able to problem solve I really enjoyed aspects of like biology and chemistry when you're doing an experiment or you're trying to solve something and medicine's a lot of that medicine's a lot of solving things um and some people can kind of work at, almost work better by treating it like that being like here's a problem kind of like i mean not so um over the top as like house but in house when he's trying to solve a problem <laughs> a lot of medicine is is like that i mean not with such crazy answers but uh, a lot of it is like that um, with I've never been bare... able to get into the um, to the, uh, the the medical drama shows like House, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's is good. Grey's is good. I mean, it's over the top, but like, yeah, I, I've never really watched House, but um, but it's that kind of thing. I really enjoy the problem solving aspect of it, and m- particularly um, myself, I want to um, pursue um, a career in surgery, and I really like working with my hands, and I quite like getting results quite quickly, and so that's one of the main reasons why I want to do surgery. Actually, it's because I really right, enjoy okay. working yeah. with my hands. Let, let's touch upon that, and then so I mean, so you knew you wanted to become a doctor since you were fifteen, um, because of all those reasons that you mentioned. Um, when did you know that, or when did you think about pursuing a career in surgery? 
Um, I have, I'll be honest. When I was in like really preclin, like first year, I thought, oh, I want to do GP. Like you see, you see a big variety really? in GP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was like you see a big variety, and then oh, I realised that you're going to see a big variety no matter what you do, unless you're super specialised. And I had this, um, had this uh, kind of student selected component where I did some research with, about pancreatic cancer. And Ashwin will get bored because I go on about this person uh, quite a lot uh, who kind of was my supervisor. And um, then because of that, I, I've become more interested in, in surgery. I mean, it really has been that simple. Um, I really like surgery as well. So kind of going forwards, I mean, we've spoken a bit about what I've, I've done in, in the past and why we want to see med. But I think going forward, I want to do surgery. And I think the predominant reason with that, I mean, with any kind of type of medicine, you're going to be you're going to be helping people and you're going to be using science. And particularly with surgery, I really enjoy working with my hands and I enjoy getting like a result quickly. I quite like I quite like that. Um, I also quite like the I think the pressure, but it's the the kind of the teamwork mentality in theatre and there's there is a lot of teamwork in medicine and so it's hard to really pin down but I really I think it's I think you realize when you spent time in a place that you feel like you're at home it's a strange it's a strange kind of way to put it but if you with with us spending time on all of our rotations I go into theatre and I just feel often especially in particular specialties that's where I feel at home for like these are like my people yep. these are the people I get on with quite well and it's a it's a strange sensation and it's being able to kind of feel comfortable with those people not saying that I don't feel comfortable with, with all the other people but it's you reach this level of comfort that you you kind of yeah I can actually see myself doing this in the future so um and, and you have you have told me as well at times that um you like surgery because in in essence you said if something's broken you can just fix it yeah, um, uh, yeah, I think that's what um, a lot of people, as well, kind of surgeons themselves, kind of dumb it down and go, yeah, all I do yeah. is fix people. I mean, in in reality, there's there's a lot more to it than that. But yeah. but if you're trying to sell something simply, yeah, I, I I do enjoy that aspect. And like I said before about problem solving, being able to fix that problem with your hands. I I mean, I cycle a lot, as Ashwin knows. He sees me running around the house in my lycra and stuff. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> besides the podcast, but. Yeah, I, I, I like fixing my bike. I like being able to fix things like that. And if you can fix a human body in the same way, um, it's something I'm quite interested in. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I think... So, I I, I think we're just, we're just a tale of opposites, aren't we? So, I mean, I'm the complete opposite. I I really have no real idea what I want to do. Um, so far, I've come in not really having any thoughts about what I want to do as a future career. Uh, I, I've just been sort of going through med school, enjoying each rotation, especially last year in fourth year. We had a medicine block and a surgery block. So just sort of taking each rotation as it comes, seeing what's involved and, and taking it from there. And still, to be honest with you, I, I still really don't have much of an idea. The only one I'm sort of sort of going towards is, is sports medicine at the moment. Um, but even that is, is not like, you know really a sure thing. And I feel like I'll, I'll only really know in the next couple of years um and it hasn't really clicked to me so far and, and and do you know what like speaking to a lot of the doctors in the hospital i feel like a lot of people are in similar positions so it, it doesn't matter if you've decided right now or, or you still haven't decided there's still a lot of time to do so um and i'm just going to take it as it comes and see what the future brings so why sports medicine 
Because Chelsea, expensive. I mean, Chelsea do, uh, yeah. What you want? You're going to work for Chelsea in the future, then. Do you know what? I just thought. I just thought. What is the only job in which I can watch? I watch Chelsea play, but also like earn a bit of money from. Um, and so I didn't want to be a steward, so I thought I'll, I'll become the doctor of uh, Chelsea. <laughs> imagine that! Imagine, imagine that's the one way you're like I can get a free season ticket. So I'll go and do all my medical training. I'll become a sports doctor, and then oh, I hope that I get selected. Yeah. No, I've all, I have been interested, in, and and you know what? I, I really enjoyed the um, orthopedics block that we had, um, where we'd learn about the anatomy of the different parts of the shoulder, the hip, the knee. Um, and I remember telling, I don't know if I told you, or I, I enjoyed every bit of the orthopedics, apart from the bit where you have to operate. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I, I do enjoy that side. And the thing I've come away from all these specialties are that I, I do enjoy a lot of each specialty. So it, it does make it a lot, a lot more difficult when you don't enjoy, when you don't dislike anything really. Um, but I think that comes in the fact that I need to be slightly more decisive in the fact of what do I actually want. Um, but like I said, I feel like I won't know that until I start working. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, you you saying that, and I I was I was the opposite. I went into um, I went into orthopedics and I went into theatres one day. I remember scrubbing in. So for people who aren't yet in medical training, that's when you have to put all your gown on and your gloves on and you get involved in the operation. I was getting involved in a, a knee replacement. And I remember coming out of it and I was like kind of <laughs> covered in in water and other bits and bobs that had kind of <laughs> fluids from the operation. I was just like, wow, this is really cool. Whereas you, you're the absolute opposite. You just hate that. Yeah, it's not, it's not even if I hate it. I, I just not really that interested in it. Um, I remember going, you know, a lot of people in theatres, they say, oh, do you get a chance to go to theatre? And, and. I have been to theatre. I did enjoy parts of it, but it's not something I see myself doing um, in the future. And I think that's what's so cool about medicine, you know, and, and the fact that there is so much you can do. There's so much for everyone. Um, and there really is so much variety that there really is something for everyone to do, whether you want to be a surgeon, whether you want to be a cardiologist, whether you want to be a GP. Um, all of them have appealed to me in some aspects, but some some more than others right now um so we'll see we'll see I, i'm excited <laughs> also quite nerve-wracking the fact that i'm in fourth year um and yeah. i really have no idea <laughs> but um I, I mean i think a lot of people are in the same position um and like i said i, I think we'll know in the in the next couple of years to be honest with you so is there anything major that has shocked you or surprised you about medical school that you didn't know when you came in anything that jumps out <laughs> what can i say uh well not tarnishing the uh the reputation of Birmingham. <laughs> no, no. Um, i think one of the main things is the attitude to work so uh, this is one of the things i really want to stress because it's something that i can talk about but what unless you've lived it you won't really understand and you won't be able to kind of grow from it i think because i go yeah 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 um but it's this attitude to having been high up wherever you're doing your GCSEs or your A-levels, you're going to be a high, high, relatively high-achieving student. And it's this attitude that if other people are working, you have to work. I know there's some people at med school who are not like this, but 
I have this quite a lot, and I know, like, Usher knows that I had it, and it's, like, stressed me out before, is that if other people are working, you have to be working as well, because if you're not working, and it's like, and they, they do it, the boys in the house, they're like, oh, yeah, someone's working, it's two, like, two in the morning, we've just come back from a night yeah. out. Like, oh, well, well if, you, if ever you're like, well, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, yeah, we're just, we're just working on this, so we're working all the time, just to try and get you to do some work as well, just try and stress yeah. you out. And it's not like I don't do any work, like I, I work hard and it's, um, but it's that attitude of knowing when you need to work is not the same as everyone else. Some people may need to do work the whole, the whole day. I mean, most people don't, most people need to, to work smart, not hard. And I think there's something that I've definitely learned about is that, and it's something that I've not appreciated at med school because med school is hard, but you don't have to work every single day, um, the whole day because it's just not conducive you've got to do other things as well like you've got to go out and go to really rubbish nights out and stuff as well so um yeah. but yeah I, I think that's one of the main things that i i noticed and i think another th- thing is how early you're chucked into some level of clinical exposure even at a r- more traditional medical school like birmingham i mean birmingham claims to be integrated you have in preclinical, you have what is it? I'm trying to work out. 15, 16 days of like clinical yeah, exposure yeah. in total in preclinical. So it's, it's not that high. Um, but you are talking to patients from about two weeks into medical school. And it's something weird that you're, even from that point, you're chucked behind the curtain. You're the other side. You're then seen almost straight away. You go from two weeks before med school, going in and getting your jabs and getting your meningitis jabs. So two weeks later, talking to patients, almost patients treating you not as a doctor but treating you as a healthcare professional and it's quite weird that you just jump across that nothing massive has changed you're not massively older or massively wiser so that responsibility hits you quite quickly um and it's something that i was a bit shocked by and i really i really enjoyed actually it's quite nice when i was speaking to my parents on the phone and being like just interviewed a patient and did all this stuff and that is something that's nice about it because you are trusted with a lot of responsibility from the age yeah yeah and I remember when you when the GP first told you, okay, this afternoon, patients are going to come in, you're going to speak to them. And I was just sitting there, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to speak to a patient. What do I say? What do I say? What do I say? And you're like kind of writing down all the notes. You're like worried there, like, oh, I'm gonna, what, what if I say the wrong thing to them and they die or whatever? And it's just like, it's not that yeah. serious, but you just have these thoughts in your head. You're like, what if I tell them the wrong thing or something like that? I mean, people are yeah. so nervous to say stuff at medical school that you, you won't you won't end up saying the wrong thing when you're like two weeks in. Yeah. Because you don't know enough yeah, yeah. to say the wrong thing. It, it, Do you know what I mean? That's very true. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you're mainly having a chat with them about how they are, how their husband or wife is and kind of uh, how their condition developed uh, a lot in preclin. You're not kind of doing taking bloods from people in first year no, but no, you start it, doing it sounds, these it sounds weird yeah but you're just you're sort of learning how to speak to a patient without getting any anything medical from them i think that's what that first year really is about just becoming comfortable speaking to a patient yeah it's making me really excited actually it's making me really miss first year because i remember how good how good first year was and like living in halls yeah. and everything like that um the with all the freshers coming in it's quite an, it's quite an exciting time um and we will be actually spending a a future episode talking all about first year and our tips for first year so when you're when you've been at med school what's the what's the closest you've come down come to kind of um breaking down or anything like that Uh, once again i think this is something we can go into a bit more depth in a future episode um but for me it was first year and i think the reason for that is because 
you don't really know what to expect. For me, it's exams. It's always been the fear of getting kicked out, the fear of failing. Um, I completely agree. If if I just go through it quite quickly, I, I, I've in first year I was quite down towards Christmas time, Christmas February time, um, and I was taking it out in terms of like my eating habits. Really, I wasn't really eating much at all. Uh, lost a lot of weight. Um, that is the, the the most low I felt. Um, luckily, come out of it. Um, spoke to my auntie she really helped me a lot with that um but that is the main one and, and the main one was because you know i wasn't really sure what to expect from the future i was once again i was shocked by how other people weren't working as much as i was and somehow they seemed to be a lot happier they seemed to be content with the fact that you know they they would potentially pass their exams um whereas i was sitting there saying i'm working like this much this much um, and I'm still concerned about failing my exams and I'm still not sure whether I'm going to stay in med school or not. So there's that whole thing. That's the lowest I felt. Um, but, you know, luckily we got out the other side. And uh, to be honest with you, as we progress through second, third, fourth year, um, I-, I would say personally, it's become easier because I know what to expect now. And I know how much work to do. And it's, it's not always doing the most work as we will touch upon in, in future episodes, 100%. And, and as you, you've just said as well. So that was it for me, to be honest with you. I think there, yeah, you've always hit the nail on the head. You learned about that attitude towards work earlier than I did. I think for my, for myself, I've never had a moment where it suddenly hit me like that, like you did, kind of be like, I need to focus on myself here over my work. Um, and for me, it's been more gradual, being like, you need to just do other stuff as well. Um, but particularly with... Um, with people uh, either isolating from COVID or isolating with COVID or having spent a lot of time apart, we thought that this kind of issue and this issue around um, kind of having poor mental health or having attitudes which are not in sync with kind of um, how, let's say, medical school wants you to wants you to feel and how um, how is kind of almost yeah I'm going to redo that. Um, so we've been talking about this um, uh, kind of attitude towards work and stuff and it not, say, maybe fitting in with what's good for your mental health. And we think particularly with COVID and people isolating on their own, either with COVID or from COVID, etc., that this has a great tendency to pop up and so that people might actually end up feeling a lot worse. So towards the end of the episode what we wanted to do is just offer some uh some tips that we had regarding working during covid and helping to kind of keep good good mental health because we've both learned over the last year myself during intercalation where i've spent a lot of time on my own um and with us been spending a lot of time in hospital but in some pretty often bleak uh, situations that it's quite important to have good mental health so Ashvin if I move over to you what would you say your top tips are to kind of keep your mental health high and to keep good attitude towards your work-life balance during Covid so for for me most of the time to be honest with you Covid didn't really change as much as others because I was still at clinical placement every single day um, so I wasn't really lo- sort of staying in my room online learning but what I did found was when I did have those online sessions um, I preferred to work in a separate space to my room to be honest with you it came to the point at the end where like I just wanted to get out of the house all the time because separating your 
your sort of personal space from your workspace i i think is when you're the most effective and it does help your mental health if you're just stuck in the same room all day you know working and as well that's the place you sleep to me that it can get a bit you know a bit bit too much bit too much of the same so whether that's the library whether that was med school whether it being the hospital for us um I, i think that that's quite important um to distinguish between the two um also I, I would like to say for us it was it was exercise wasn't it um for other people it might be something else like it might be musical instrument uh, might be reading but i i do think as well in the in this online learning world it, it really is important to take time to do other things so um whether it's me trying to catch up to you whilst we're running or if you're playing the guitar or something i also think that's very important to separate and to make sure you have that balance yeah, so I'll just I'll just stress this. Um, Ashwin uh, often spends a lot of the time just chasing me around on the streets, uh, so I go out for a run. He's just sort of running. For... No, no, no. Um, yeah, uh, it has happened once before, but yeah, um, <laughs> um, yeah. No, we. I think that it's kind of a um, a bit of a don't shit where you eat situation. You don't want to be working in exactly the same part where you're sleeping and where you're eating, and it can really get you down if you don't have that separation. So you see even these videos like people having like a work corner in their room or something like that to at least partition your space a bit is a is a good idea or work downstairs working at the kitchen table. But I know even from my parents having to work at home, like it's pretty horrible having to work at home and then go and sit in the living room the next next door when you want to go and watch the telly. And it's just like getting your head out of work can often be quite a physical thing so if you're working close to where you're trying to relax it's still on your mind a bit um so that's a big thing and i think yeah exercise is huge i i've definitely spent a lot more time actually i think cause of covid doing exercise and focusing on my own mental health i think i think it's made me happier i think i've spent a lot more time getting fitter and doing exercise and putting myself first uh, to be like no i need to go and spend out some time in some green space I'd really highlight that. Getting out and finding green spaces is really good. So we often go up to the, the Vale, which is like the first student village on uh, at Birmingham. And that's quite a good spot because they've got a big lake in the middle and like loads of ducks and stuff. And you go for a little wander around there. Um, but any green space is really good because I think with a lot of people living in cities now, it's, it's really difficult to find that green space. And even just being able to go for a little wander is, is great um and, and yeah and discovering so discovering strava as well seeing yeah discovering oh. that i discovered strava seeing what other like how where it's other a people bit are of a running. cesspit yeah it's a yeah, bit of a no. cesspit because you get you're so into it i'm there yeah, being I'm like where so can i cut where can i where can i get the uh local legend or where can i get the, the king of the legends. mountain record yeah so for, for those of you who don't know if, if you is it run is it if you run there often is that what it is yeah, if you if you if you do the same section like the most in the last ninety days, then you get the local legend. And like yeah. myself and Ashwin have picked up quite a lot because we used to go for, like runs, like we'd do the same route a lot of the time. And um, uh, then we went home for the holidays, and we all get emailed about the same time saying, "Oh, your local legend spot is gone, so we had them yeah. all picked off. So we're gonna have to pick them back up. And we, we head up." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I've really appreciated that just being able to spend time. Um, out on my bike and I think it's having that time on your own that obviously it's important to spend time with friends and family but in the same way you should always you should also be able to feel um, 
comfortable in spending that time alone and it's important to be able to have that time on your own to kind of distress and to spend and often for me that's the time where I go out on my bike and I just go on a long bike ride because then I can de-stress and just think about the last week or think about the upcoming week and that's a good way I like I know a lot of people um like to um meditate and I feel like that's yep the way that I do I do that is go and find a, a massive hill and just cycle up a, a long climb and that kind of yeah because I'm, I'm a bit of a yeah. doer and it's difficult for me to kind of spend that time and sit down and kind of think and I yeah. Know, yeah yeah I, yeah yeah my mum goes on and goes sit down think about stuff and I, I'd rather do something while I'm thinking about it yeah do you know what though I, what I would say is that majority of the time if you do want to concentrate then I would say get out of your room and, and go somewhere else to learn but you know I think everyone would have just sat in their bed in their pajamas on like an online zoom and I really don't think there's anything wrong with that uh, you just have to pick and choose w- what you yeah. do it for you know there are going to be online, online <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch every for... single zoom in my pajamas no. in bed yeah <laughs> no 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 but I mean like let's say you've had a like a late night or whatever uh, yeah. and you feel as if to you this comes with experience as well you need to pick and choose what you think is going to be slightly more important um you can just sit in your bed like I, I have sat in my bed uh, on like an online zoom um for an online session and i don't think there's anything wrong with that you just have to decide what, yeah like, but you're what, you're a bit one. different though aren't you you get dressed up in all of your outfit and then get into bed like it's not even like he sits in bed in his pajamas this boy will get up he'll get dressed and then he'll jump no. back into bed <laughs> that's just not true that's not true he's um, even got these little pastry crust shoes and they're like you know when you're like you're at school and you're like 11 or 12, and they're the ones that you play football in. It's like, Ashwin's got those. It's like the uh, 99 free kick accuracy football boots. So. They're comfortable, man. They're comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but do you know what I mean, though? Like, like we don't want to point this like, perfect picture, the fact that, like, oh, we do this all the time. Like, you don't. Like, no, 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 I don't. I'm just saying that, yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I don't mean to just preach. I'm like, I try and spend no. more time doing it. I've not been able to get yeah, out absolutely. recently because I've been in my room isolating so it's been about five press-ups a day and i mean that's pretty much what i've been managing yeah i can um, see you lost all your gains yeah yeah all my like, massive <laughs> arms yeah yeah for those who uh, can't but... see because it's a podcast i'm i'm pretty skinny uh, yeah yeah so, um... you're not man don't worry oh cheers uh, <laughs> cheers really appreciated thanks for the gym boost yeah. uh, what what about you though like because i think more you than me are you you were more at home um, yeah this year. I, yeah you had more online learning how, how did you find that yeah so i was i was doing my integration um i was I what did you integrate in i don't know i don't think you've said are you joking or are you being serious no no i honestly don't think you've said oh uh, i did clinical anatomy which is a kind of quite a surgical themed intercalation i thought Ashim was uh, having a little dig there and being like oh you're not told everyone um but yeah so i integrated in clinical anatomy and um it was really good. I enjoyed the bits where we did get to go out. So I had a few sessions at the children's hospital, which I'd look forward to because it's kind of getting out, getting to meet other course mates. And um, we had a few sessions at med school doing human dissection. So it's cadaveric dissection, which is really interesting. But yeah, like you said, a lot of the time other than that, I was at home um, or I was doing my dissertation. And I'd, what I'd really try and do is just try and get out. So I'd walk up to med school or walk up to the hospital where I was doing my dis uh, to go and collect data or something like that. Just do things to make myself feel active. Um, something that I found really helpful actually was making a to-do list. 
if I don't have a to-do list, I feel like I've been so unproductive, even if I've done a lot. And I don't know if everyone's the same, um, but I put like silly things on my to-do list. Um, I'll be like, send this email, send that email, because then otherwise you get stuck and you're like, oh, I've done nothing today. I only sent a few emails. And you're like, yeah. It's, but a, little, you... it's a little win. It's a little victory, isn't it, for the day? Exactly. And it just makes you feel a little bit better. Um about doing those things especially if you've not done much in a day you were like yeah well actually i sent a couple of emails i did this yeah. like it's fine yeah we're always yeah. gonna have days that are less productive and there's nothing wrong with that um so yeah i mean like look at me like today i'm, I'm doing the podcast i mean it's like having a chat with my mate so yeah I mean, i'm sitting in my room the rest of the day um so i think yeah doing that's really important i found it tough though i it's it is tough to try and motivate yourself to do things, especially when I was sitting at home. I found, it, especially at the beginning, that I'd end up sitting at home doing work and having TV on in the background or something, and it's yeah. not a good plan. Um, yeah. I mean, I work well with like stuff like that in the background, but I yeah. feel like I, I wasn't actually getting that much work done. I was trying to like, convince myself that I could do two things at once. Yeah, I yeah. could never do that. Whereas I think it's better to go out and I used to have my own little spot in the library where I'd go and sit and uh, do work and yeah, it's a bit tragic, but yeah, that got me out. And then it's like having that work-life separation home when I'm at home, I'm having a, having a few drinks with the boys or we're watching telly or something like that. When I'm out at med school, I'm doing work and then you've got that yeah. separation, at least more of that separation. There might be a few bits that you have to do at home because you can't do them at med school or whatever, but it, it brings that separation. It's just a bit nicer. You appreciate being at home and you appreciate your housemates a lot more. If you're all sitting there working at home and you're spending too much time around one another, it can get a bit, it can get a bit mundane and it can get a bit kind of um, boring. So that's why I used to look forward to going home and like getting a takeaway with all the, all the boys at home, whatever. I, I don't know if yeah. you're the same, that it's nice to have that attitude and you sit down on a Friday night and you can just watch some telly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and like I said, like that, you, you learn that as the years go by, don't you? Um, it maybe in first year on Friday night, or I, I well personally, I would I would have been working quite hard, saying, oh, other people are working as well. I must be working, but mm. it, it's nice as well. You work through the week, and um, I think especially in this year, you need that time, like you said, to yourself, but also with other people as well. Um, and it, it was nice having, I mean, the three of us uh, in the house. We had to isolate at one point as well. Um, yeah, I mean, we did was, get a bit too much. Horrible. It yeah, got a bit much. We yeah. we got a bit stir crazy, <laughs> and we're just all there. Like, I mean, it turned into a bit like Lord of the Flies at the end. Like, we're all just yeah. like wandering around the house, kind of <laughs> nuts. Yeah, I don't think our neighbours really appreciated that. No, yeah, we went no, 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 weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh. Okay, so that was all we sort of wanted to talk about in this first episode we, we kind of just wanted to get an introduction to the both of us so you get to know the both of us um it is our first time doing a podcast so we will get better as, as we go on yeah um, we're probably absolutely we're probably absolutely pants at the moment but uh it's getting yeah. better you know i've enjoyed it though i've enjoyed yeah. it yeah which is nice um all right so what are you doing the rest of the day uh pfft. I might, I mean, I can go in my garden, so I'll probably go and sunbathe. It's lovely and sunny here. Um, so I'm going to go and have a, have a sunbathe. My dad is looking at a, a new car for me, so that should be nice. Um, because I didn't say at the beginning, when I went to go and get my, my COVID test, someone crashed into the back of my car and wrote my car off. So that was not a very good day. So Lovely. Yeah, it's a bit of uh, it's not double jeopardy. double whammy. It's not double jeopardy. It's just a double whammy, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, I like yeah. That. So um, 
but yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna miss being able to be this close to my microphone and be like a little bit of a sports commentator i mean you probably both yeah, probably I hope, can't uh, see us but we've got our little microphones here and it's quite nice we're like football commentators yeah right yeah. now we are recording from um different locations but hopefully in the next few weeks once we uh undisclosed locations as well undisclosed locations yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but once we do get back in the next couple of weeks we'll be in the same room um, and from that we do hope to upload to um youtube have the video available um but yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to the, the crickets on today in new england so, oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah i mean i was just actually saying uh that another wicket has gone so england are looking very tasty for the win yeah what about you what are you up to yeah, so I watched the cricket today. Might go out, go out to the gym uh, later on, um, and then in the evening, just hope that uh, Chelsea Chelsea win against Liverpool today. Big game, big big game of the football. Oh dear, Chelsea. Yeah. Man, honestly, yeah. Don't yeah. have mates with one. I live with two of them <laughs> last year. It's awful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's been really good. Um, let us know what you want as well. We're really welcome to answering your questions. We're really interested in what you want to know, particularly from current and also prospective medical students. So we will be active on uh, Twitter and Instagram. So if you want to send in your messages that way, we've also got an email, which is stories.medtime at gmail.com. So please feel free to send us uh, an email there with any questions, uh, either with your name or anonymously. We are happy not to read out people's names or people's emails uh, if they'd rather remain anonymous. Um, once again, thanks for listening uh, from myself and from Ashwin. We hope you have a good rest of the week and we'll speak again soon. Bye bye. <laughs>